0: At the end of Fa'ala Belave, Mele seems to forgive her father. She honors him at his funeral, which she attends with her fiancé, who is also her half-sister. Besides wrestling with her identity as a queer woman, she also, in the course of the play, comes to terms with her feelings about her absent father, a man she never knew, but whom she realizes left a profound wound on her. Students reflected on these universal themes of abandonment and forgiveness as they watched. I'm Aaron from the KCC English 100 class. During the play, one of the biggest issues was Mela's relationship towards her father. In an argument with Safina about their father, Safina says that it doesn't matter if he was or wasn't, that he's your father, one blood, one body, deal with it. While this may not relate to my life, this situation happens around the world frequently, and in the end, no matter if the father was in their life or not, they are still their father, just as a quote from Safina says.
1: Something that really stood out to me about the play, or something that happened in the play that stood out to me, was Mele's reluctance to do anything for the father who abandoned her. Um, I think it's a really hard position that she's in because she was asked to just drop everything in her life and go to arrange her absent father's funeral. Her girlfriend Safina was encouraging her to do this because she said that blood is important. One blood, one family or something but I disagree with that. I think that if you are abandoned by a parent you don't owe them anything and if I was in Melly's position I don't think I would have done what she did. I probably, I would not want to spend money for somebody that I did not know. But that's just a cultural difference. I think in certain cultures, the idea of family is so important, but for me, it's not.
2: My name is Parker Hanzao from Kapilani Community College. And the excerpt of the play that I chose to talk about was the scene when Mele complains that her father was never in her life to Safina. And I chose this excerpt because I can relate on a level. Uh, Many of my cousins actually grew up without a father, being that their fathers were either in prison or weren't in their life. And I also had um, many differences growing up with my father. And um, I can see how growing up without a father impacts those lives, uh, children's lives. And uh, what I can say is that once I made the decision to reconcile with my father, even though he may have been wrong in some situations, uh, my life improved and his life also improved. And so I think that this play really Uh, demonstrated this issue very well. It's so
0: interesting that Mele's father, Malosi, is an eerie presence in the play. He's a silent ghost that hovers around the women, uh, sometimes seeming to make his presence felt. He's just walking around during the performance, invisible to everybody except the audience. Uh, He never talks, but he responds to the words and actions of his family members with facial expressions and other gestures. Uh, He even approaches audience members and makes spooky eye contact. As students pointed out, the lights cast on the ghost during certain scenes dramatize this continuing power of his presence on the living. We thought it was about mood change
1: because the blue lights came on after um, the ghost put the Um, envelope down for for the main character to read. And um, we thought of blue as kind of like a somber color, like a sad and gloominess. And um, whenever the ghost did something other than walking around, that's when the blue lights came on. And yeah, I don't think there's really a meaning for it other than just mood changing so there's like um, diversity inside the play it's not just one feeling I guess but yeah and there was one part where the um the ghost put his arms around the main character because um Was that blue, though? I don't think it was blue, because it wasn't really a sad moment. He was comforting her, because she was crying. So it's like, um, I'm I'm here, even though I'm not here. And then she calmed down afterwards. So I think it, yeah, like you said. Specifically towards. It was like for a bunch of different emotions, right? mm. Not really just one. things happened or
3: conversations appeared, I would kinda of look for the ghost to see his reactions to what they're talking about. Because they're talking about him. Like mm. no, he wouldn't want to go there. He wouldn't
1: want to be buried in Samoa. But like, yeah. and then I kinda look for him. So I think I know what they were trying to do. It's just mm. did he have facial expressions to it? From what I saw he did, they just weren't they're kind of muted. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. They weren't like I felt like it should have been like a little like more, like because like I did the same thing like you, like I would like look at him and be like, oh like you want to be very like here there like, yeah. but like maybe I don't know, like maybe that was more like an actor's part, but like yeah, yeah. could have been like more expressive or I don't or maybe they like intentionally did that like it wasn't coming across to me as like really clear. Like, what
0: During our workshop with artistic director Harry Wong, he helped us dig even deeper into the staging of the ghost. Uh, he helped us ask what kinds of ghosts hunt each of us in our own lives every day, uh, and how the symbol of the ghost might help us reflect on um, our own issues of unfinished business, our own issues of the wounds of the past. I
3: assume that that those were the moments in which the father's presence had the most impact on a moment in reality. Yeah. So when he holds her, uh, when he's reading, when he's when he's reading one of the one of the letters, I think he's here, and uh, the other people are moving away, and then the light comes intense upon him, and so then whatever 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 effect he had. He had taken in the past whatever whatever action he did in the past was a moment in which that was having a strong impact on the present so much so that the reality of the people on stage uh, was colored basically yeah and then I I'm not sure why they chose blue yeah it's a color of the ocean the way that I imagine ghosts is that they're always there yeah and then and then you you just can't get rid of them. Uh, and then so like there's there's no time where my great grandmother's ghost isn't like disapproving of me or like standing over there in the corner or and then um, but then this this ghost came on at a specific moment. Yeah, when um, the moment when. When he is mentioned again, yeah, and then uh, and then he and then he disappears during intermission on a line, and then he comes back and then he disappears from the play and then he's gone from the play. In terms of the story, I understand what it is. Yeah. So then, like you know, like this, he, like an object in motion. Did we talk about this last time? The an object in motion remains in motion unless acted upon by an outside force so then like the two characters right the two lovers they're they're going in this direction and then you know like they hear the father's name and they're acted upon by an outside force and they go in that direction and then for the rest of the play they're acted upon by this outside force yeah going in different directions based on the effects that he had when he was alive yeah by the stories people bring up by the effects of the men neglecting their sis- their sisters the the effect of men being able to get away with everything while women can and then so then that that effect just keeps on banging them this way and that way and then finally when he disappears they're they're allowed to go on a their own path by the end and so that's, why, that's how I assume the ghost is used in the narrative.